Brian Smith is with us, co-founder and CEO of, of Qualtrics. So how about that golf game? Uh, it's, uh, it's getting there. It's a work in progress. <laughs> it's always it takes, just getting it takes there. a little while, but um, we've had some fun time. Thanks, Steve. Uh, it's been uh, it's been good. I just got back from a couple weeks ago from the Dunhill in Europe with Tony Finau as my partner, and that was uh, we were representing Utah at the old course at St Andrews. We had a chance on the weekend to come down and uh, and have a chance to win it, uh, but we we didn't quite get there. But it was uh, it was awesome. Tommy Fleetwood and his partner won, and uh, but what what a crazy and amazing week. So were you, experience. Were you, yeah, were wow. you nervous? Um. With Tony next to you, you don't really get nervous. Like, his rule is pretty much if I'm in the fairway, you go at everything. Like, I won't bogey. And sure enough, he's never bogey from the fairway and all the times I played with him. So, wow, it's pretty cool. How did you become such a sports fan? Um, you know, I always grew up playing sports and wanting to be sports. I just, like a lot of people, turned pro in something else. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, choice, I, 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 grew, I grew up loving basketball. I grew up loving golf. You know, there was a long period of time where I thought I was going to be a professional golfer and go play in, in college. But, you know, I wanted to go to BYU. And at the time, they were like the third-ranked team in the country. They had three of Johnny Miller's boys and a couple Colombian guys. And uh, it was... It was not looking good there, so but I wanted to go there. So I said, "Hey, well, look, I know I'm not going to be a professional golfer, and um, but I love it, and I'm you know golf's an interesting game. Um, you know, it's not that popular with with CEOs of younger generations. I think in tech CEOs, very few of us play golf. Um, I think older CEOs, it's more of a thing. But I've I've created some of the most amazing relationships on the golf course, and you know why not if you're going to do a sport." You know, spin spin one where you're actually talking to humans. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you are a big sports fan, a big basketball fan, and we will we'll talk about the partnership in a minute. But give us your your basketball thoughts. What do you think about the Jazz going into? Oh the my season? word! Um, look, I think when you make a bunch of changes, like three things happen: you either get better, you stay the same, or you get worse. Um, I think that. You know, everything looks good to, to where we should be a lot better. I, I love the fact that all the players were playing over the summer. You had Rudy and Joe and Donovan, and then Conley was able to rest. And, you know, as much as we love and we'll miss Ricky, I think that, you know, they've, the team's got to gel. Um, but with Quinn and a lot of the of the same guys back, um, I had to pull out, you know, I think I went to a preseason game and I had to pull out like a roster because I didn't know who all these <laughs> other guys were. But um, we're excited. I mean, we're excited. If you're not excited about this in Utah, given the run up to this, I think it it's it's how you build a team and how you build a franchise. And I think there's a lot of other teams in the NBA that are jealous of what's going on in Utah. I know you're a big jazz fan, obviously, but would you ever want to own a team? Is that something that would be intriguing to you? Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's there's been discussion of that, and I've looked at that. Um, but, you know, it's not all gold when you own a team. I mean... <laughs> it's it's a job and it's a it's a big job and I'm I'm you're a little happy. busy right now. I'm pretty right? happy with what I'm doing right now. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of people who like to just go buy a team anywhere and do that. Um, you know, I have some friends who have done that, and you know, then they're living you know four time zones away from their team, and that's just not that interesting to me. And I like Utah and something around here, but you know, timing has to be right. And you know, we're in a 11-year bull run market, and 
teams are at an all-time high. I think the NBA asset of owning one is definitely probably one of the best investments you could have. Um, but it's a big commitment. Mm. And, you know, watching and getting close to the Millers and seeing how they put everything into this. I mean, they're phenomenal stewards over over this franchise and what they've done. And I think the world's waking up and realizing, wow, they've done a really good job. What do you think the potential is of this team? Do you think this is a championship-caliber team? Um. You know, look, I don't, I don't know. I think, um, I think that I like the position that the Jazz are in much better this year than last year, given the shakeup in the West. Mm-hmm. Right? I think, um, I think no one's a front runner, to be honest with you. And I think that if the Jazz can get in the runs that we do, um, I think Quinn's seen a lot. He's as good as there is in the NBA. I'm so glad the Jazz made that move. I mean, that just shows you how they feel about the world as much as fans are always thinking they're right. I mean, the Jazz are on top of it. And um, Dennis and Justin are as good as they're... I mean, from top to bottom, you really, like, can't find an organization between Millers and you just had Steve on and then Dennis and Justin to Quinn to the players. That, that to me, is more than a group of talented players, right? You got great... There's a lot of teams with talented players that underachieve. Um, We've got great, talented players, but we also have a phenomenal organization. And this organization rivals anything in any industry, I mean, I, I run a tech company, and I, I mean, there's half these guys could run tech companies, right? And you look at this, and um, it's just it's just an amazing, amazing opportunity that we have in this community. Um, we're also fortunate that you know we don't have three other sports in this town, and we can we can you know really celebrate um, the jazz and follow it. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Five for the Fight. Tell us, tell us the story of Five for the Fight and where your passion comes from. Yeah, so when we started our tech company in 2002, you know, it was kind of by accident. My father had throat cancer, and you know, I got that call that no one wants to get. And it was a call saying, hey, look, so, you know, I've got cancer and I've got a couple months to live. It's not looking good. And Was that know, the case? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. And, you know, I was working down in L.A. I was a junior, sophomore in college. And... It was the summertime. I dropped everything, came home, and spent time with Summer. Didn't enroll in classes that fall and just said, hey, look, if this is it, I'm spending time with my dad. And, you know, there was a, there was a researcher who had created um, a new technique to be able to treat this. And it was, it was a breakthrough technique, and he was able to get it. And he was able to basically um, remove this cancer without, you know, kind of compromising the rest of his body and his health, which is what happens and why most people don't, you know, outlive that cancer. And I was just so fascinated and so grateful for that one researcher and and everything that had happened that we vowed that, hey, if we could ever give back and we ever made any money. And during this time when he was taking his treatments, you know, we sat there and and I was working, he was working on this internet idea for students and i said wow this is pretty cool and so that's what we spent our time together on instead of fixing up a car Mm. we started a tech company and that tech company became qualtrics Mm. wow and so you know i remember you know saying hey look whatever money we have we're gonna go and give to cancer and and that wasn't a lot at the time we didn't have anything and um you know, fast forward, you know, 15 years, we're sitting there and the NBA announces a patch on the jersey, you know, a couple months earlier. Um, 
I had been sitting in a meeting with John Huntsman Sr. And he said, you know, Ryan, I love what you're doing for for technology and Qualtronics is how he said it. <laughs> but actually what you're going to do for cancer is actually going to be bigger than anything. And I was like, what? Don't put that on me. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't need that right now. I got enough big bets we're making. Uh, but something was fundamentally wrong with the way I thought cancer research and fundraising was happening. It was, you know, you'd get a big well in there to donate and build a building. And then that was it. And I looked around Utah and I said, there's only about three or four people that can write this check. But it's all of our problems. You know, we we all get treated and we all get research based on those three or four people. What if there was a better way to do this? And then the Jazz sent to Jersey. But we had started a foundation called Five for the Fight, where it was basically the ability to crowdsource, um, crowdsource cancer research. And we wanted to do it five at a time. We created a logo and we ended up um, we ended up you know, deciding at the last minute, the Jazz sent us a jersey with Qualtrics on it. What if we put five for the fight on it? And so we had pretty much gotten down to the end of a deal and we go, Steve, we've got a crazy idea. We're going to donate the patch and we're going to donate it to this crowdsourcing of cancer. And I remember, I remember getting the phone call from Mike Mon, who's on my team, who called me with this idea. And we have this principle of Qualtrics. It's like all in. If you're going to be all in, you got to be all in. And we're all in on cancer research. And he calls and he says, hey, are we all in on cancer? And I said, yeah. He's like, put cancer research on the patch. I said, I don't know if I'm that all in. And he's like, because <laughs> <laughs> it, it hurt. I mean, that was the biggest single marketing campaign that we had ever done as a company times 5X. And so we finally say we're going, we're going. And the Jazz are like, finally, let's go. And then the NBA is like, wait a minute. What's this startup cause that doesn't have a track record, that isn't even set up as a nonprofit with the IRS yet, that you're going to go put on our jersey and raise a bunch of money. And they, you know, they said, you know, you've got to get your house in order before you do this, and we've got to go to print on the jersey in the next little bit. And we said, well, if we can get it in order and we can get everything set up as a nonprofit, and they're like, well, you don't have enough time because technically it takes this long. And I said, well, if we do have enough time, can we do it? If we get it done, and, and sure enough, like one thing led to another, and we got it done. And the Jazz dug in, and they fought. They fought for this. Awesome. And um, nothing was better than, you know, Adam Silver, and you'll see this in the, in the clip that comes out, coming up and saying, hey, this has completely transformed the way we think about sponsorship for a cause. Uh, 2000, I think it was 2018, Fast Company said it was a top 10 business idea of the year. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's really cool. Isn't so, that, that's amazing, really, when you, do something, when you do something really good and it works out for everyone. Because it works out for your company, too, because everyone feels good about it, right? Everyone feels like they're contributing to a major issue. Yeah, I think I think it's something that's impacted people. And when you get that call that someone has cancer, you don't even know what to do. It's like helpless. And now everyone can say, hey, look, I get five bucks in your name. And, you know, just right now, like, I'll just tell you, we just did this whole thing. And I have a friend who this morning, his father's not in great condition, He's got cancer. He's got lung cancer. And, you know, today's a rough day in their family. He's in ICU. And it was pretty cool to be able to write my name, his name on my hand, and send him a picture when we're with the jazz players, a five for the fight. His name's Duke. 
And I just sent that to him. And it was just, that means more than, I mean, it's more than a phone call. It's more than the prayer hands emoji. It's, <laughs> uh, it's something that we can all do and we're all going to deal with it. And then to be able to take that money and go find the best researchers in the world and go back them and walk in and say, you're doing something great. Here's money. And to encourage other people who are looking to decide are they going to be a researcher or not and fund them and help fund their salary so they can go and work on cancer. I mean, if we can add 400, 500 new cancer researchers to the world, that's, that's an impact that would take years and years and years. And so we want, to, we want to fund the researchers who are doing groundbreaking things, and we want to create more parking spots <laughs> for more researchers. You know, I'm a tech guy, and when we look at a problem, we look at how many developers or engineers we have and what it's going to take to line up and go solve that problem. I'm looking at the problem of research and cancer and what we have to solve, and I'm looking back at the teams we have, and I'm like, we don't have enough. We need more. Like, we would never take on that challenge in a tech world, you know, and we love Elon and going to the moon, but we need all that effort behind research Hmm. and cancer, and so that's our big push. Well, there's a whole lot of people out there that are are very pleased that you're doing this. And, and thank God there are people out there like you who are uh, shining a light on this emphasis. It's it's a big, big deal to a lot. I don't know a single family. Do you know a single family that hasn't been affected by cancer? Mm-mm. I don't. Well, we mentioned this to Steve earlier. We have a, a member on staff that we just found out is dealing with it. So, I mean, it, it, it hits close to home for everybody. Yeah, it really it really does and and you know, we're we're nowhere near I mean, you know, when Steve when we did this, he's like, you know, you should raise ten million dollars or five million dollars, it'd be easier and we said, No, we're raising fifty mm-hmm. and he's like, All right, let's go mm-hmm. and you know, we're two two and a half years in and we've raised twenty five million dollars almost and so it's that's, amazing. That's pretty that's you pretty said cool. all in. All in. We're all in at this point. And I think a four year commitment, you know, I think a lot of people would come up and say, Hey, we love what you do in the patch but are you putting Qualtrics on it next year? <laughs> or, hey, we love it. And, um, you know, I mean, and, and it's not just it's not just the fans. I mean, James Harden, you know, at the game last year, walks over to me, you know, after a timeout and is like, hey, is that is that what you're – that's cool, man. Like, keep that up. I mean, the players see it. Yeah. They know it. And you saw that support. They don't need to be here today, let alone dressed up. You know, they don't have many days off before this thing starts rolling. And they're they're in here supporting it, um, and they're all behind it, which Not is Not really just supporting cool. it, Ryan, but they're also, I mean, they were in awe of the people standing in front of them. They were in awe of those people. That's cool. It is cool. It's really cool. Because it speaks to priority, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, Ryan, we can't thank you enough for coming on the show. This yeah, has been no fascinating. Yeah. Great conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. And yeah, congratulations anytime. on this. This is amazing. Well, this is everyone's fight. We need every company in Utah to get behind it. You know, they can grab five for the fight, just like Leighton Construction. Look at the look at the trucks that are going down the freeway that are five for the fight. It's com. All of their employees can get behind it. They're doing $5 per paycheck. Um, that's the goal. We have 26 companies that are doing that same thing. That's and, great. Um, it's not a Qualtrics thing. It's a community thing, just like the Jazz. We're all behind the Jazz. Let's all get behind Fire for the Fight, and let's make it all one big cause. Awesome. Thank you very right. much. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you. Yeah. All right, well, Take more care. Big Bye. Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.